Welcome back in Wyoming Knuckleheads. This is another episode of Give No Ground. I'm your host, Aaron Gray, and I'm sitting down with co-host Zach Gale. Zach, what's going on, brother? Oh, man, so much. <laughs> Summertime. Yeah. You're working your summer job. Yeah. Uh, my whole body hurts this yeah. week. I'm just sore. <laughs> you'll, be, you'll be happy when you're back to the teaching life. Yeah. Oh, and yeah. And don't need to have these summer jobs. Yes. Um, but uh, it is May 7th. And a quick little reminder, you know, to recap our last Give No Ground, you know, we covered critical race theory. Yep. Um, and I've been told, I didn't think, you know, it's just you and me going after it. And people have been like, hey, no, that was great. Explanations were great. Your guys' opinions are great. So I was like, oh, okay, well, yeah. I'll make sure people know that we talked about critical race theory. So yeah. if you didn't catch our last Give No Ground, go watch that one or listen to that one. Sorry, yeah. listen to that one. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's last week's. Yep, last week's Give No Ground. This week, uh, we've got crime, murder, <laughs> not murder, I shouldn't say that, but a lot of crime going on around the state of Wyoming. Yes. Uh, Representative Liz Cheney, uh, she's pretty much going toe-to-toe with the Trump train now. Yeah, it's, yeah, oh yeah. It's getting, and well, Zach and I will give our thoughts on that. And then a, a lot of governor action um, coming out of the governor's office, and this is good action. This is some stuff that um, I think is good. You know, summer's coming, so we're opening up. Um, and so, yeah, before we jump into that, you know, I do want to give a shout out to DYT Solutions. Um, they can provide you with any custom digital marketing solutions for your company or brand. Uh, Carter just helped us out get the Black Mountain Soccer interview up um, with kind of their logos, you know, transitions, things like that. And um, they've always helped us with the logo stuff like that in our social media marketing. So if you are a company or an individual, you know, like an influencer, you've got your own brand, uh, give them a, a call, you know, or go to their website, DYT Solutions, WYT dot com. That's DYT Solutions. So um, first up, Zach, uh, you want to do the cowboy ethics? Have you looked at this a little bit? Yes. This one kind of actually kind of makes sense of what we were talking about just off air a little bit about your summer job. Yeah. Um, and everyone's going to be familiar with this. If you follow University of Wyoming football, um, y- you know, uh, if you've been in, in, in kind of the ranch life, you know, anywhere, really. I don't think this is really subject to Wyoming, but, uh, you know, today's ethic is loyalty. Mm -hmm. And, you know, obviously in Wyoming, it's ride for the brand, you know, coach bowl brought that back for the football team. Um, you know, and it's something that Zach, I don't know where you're at. We haven't really convened on this, but, um, we're kind of in the middle of where the rivers run North and it talks about kind of the British, those British noblemen that came out here, they kind of flooded the, the area with money for the horse ranching. Yeah. But the stories of kind of the, um, some, I would say kind of, I would call them Wyoming families now that got to start with those British families was the British guys were very loyal and, and, you know, they, they also, um, rewarded the guys that were loyal to their ranch. Yeah. Um, and I feel like, you know, reading that, I'm like, I think that's where that comes from is like, Hey, if you're loyal in protecting my horses, you know, and my cattle, guess what? I'm probably going to give you, you know, one or two here once in a while and, and you pay you. And so, um, anyways, I, I feel like that's where that comes from, you know, ride for the brand. You're going to be loyal to who you're working for. And I feel like that also goes to, um, you know, here in Wyoming, it feels like you always finish what you start and it's, yeah. you know, and it, and, um, I remember, um, you know, uh, I'll bring up coach Julian. We bring him up all the time. He was asking me about two, a couple of years ago about the assistant athletic director job and the timing just wasn't right. Cause I just went to go start my gray land services LLC. Sure. And I was kind of like, I don't know if I can, you know, I'm right in the middle of a project. I kind of yep. just dedicated to that. And he kind of told me that he's like, well, he's like, you got to commit to what you started. So you better just stick with it. And so anyway, yeah. so that's kind of what I had in mind, Zach, what, what are your thoughts kind of on loyalty and ride for the brand? Yeah. I think kind of going off what you just talked about there, this, you have kind of two opportunities in front of you and it's, you know, it's hard to kind of pick sometimes. Uh, it's a hard decision. I was faced with that similar decision this week, uh, sticking with my, my summer job that I've done the last few years or kind of, you know, devoting more to go be Y O. Um, and so it was a hard choice to, you know, leave my boss and kind of put her in sort of a tough spot, uh, but also to, 
to you know pick OBYO and and I think in the long run it's good. I feel yep. very relieved. You know I'm you know she recognizes my loyalty to her and that she doesn't doubt it at all. So yep. it was good terms. Like hey this is this is right. This is good for you, um, and it's going to be good for us. We got to kind of build our loyalty to our brand. We're riding for our brand and establishing our brand, yep. and um, it's hard to do when you have kind of split loyalties. Yeah. You know I don't think my my dedication has been you know fifty forty. I think it's been I've been trying very hard to keep it hundred and hundred, you know, yep. keep them both there. But, um, yeah, I, you know, loyalty, loyalty to who you work for loyalty to, to family, but loyalty to friends too. Um, you know, that's hard to, hard to come by. Yeah. Friends who, who you can rely on, who, you know, if you call in the middle of the night because your car broke down or you need a ride or something, you know, that's, that's not a, a very common thing to find. Yeah. And I feel like we're blessed here that we do have that here. And I hope anybody listening that hopefully you have people in your life that you can rely on for that. And I want to hit on too, um, with your situation, you know, it wasn't like you just quit. And I think that's for some people to realize, like, yeah. cause that's hard to find. I think in anybody that runs a business, I think they would agree. Like some people just right. up and leave, you know, they're like, I'm out. Like yep. that's not loyalty. Like at least give them, you know, the curtain now Wyoming's a, a free to work state. So you can, it, Wyoming's like, you can just leave if you want, Yep. but, um, very rare here. A lot of people give two weeks notice and, you know, and, and, you know, anyway, so that was kind of my, and then, yeah, if you have, right. make sure you have people in your life that are you know, loyal to you and help yeah. you out. But, um, so anyways, that's our cowboy ethics. We kind of like starting that off, uh, the episode with that, uh, before we jump into local news, I will give a shout out to, a one of our sponsors, Jess Hattervig at ERA Carroll Realty. The housing market's crazy here. Uh, oh, yeah. My wife and I just drove up to the studio and there's some condos going in around here. And I'm like, I bet those one are super freaking expensive. Yeah. And two, you know, they're probably going to be, they could be bought already right now. So mm-hmm. um, make sure you have an experienced realtor working for you. And that's if you're looking to buy, buy land or buy a house, or if you're looking to sell your house here in Sheridan, um, great time to sell your house. Uh, give Jess a call at 307-751-6924. Um, so Zach, some local news. We actually, compared to the last Give No Ground, we got a lot to talk about. Yeah. But um, first and foremost, we talked, that was the other big story we talked about, was the Columbus Peak or Columbus Creek Ranch oh, right, land right. swap. Yep. Um, that's coming up next week, you know, with the state lands board. Um, Representative Cyrus Western is holding a public forum tomorrow, 5 p.m. in Tongue River. So okay. if someone wants to go to that, and if you're listening to the to, to this before that, um, he'll be holding kind of a public you know, question answer period and comment session. Sure. So go voice your concerns to Representative Western. Um, Zach, we probably should have put this in the state news, maybe. I don't think so, because it applies to Sheridan yeah. County. Um, but this is straight misinformation. Um, you know, Wyoming News, Sheridan Media, I think even the Trib picked this article up that they're like 100 quarantined here in Sheridan from the Sheridan schools. Okay. Sure, 100 kids might be quarantined, but don't take that headline as a hundred of them have COVID, right? Only two students have COVID Yeah. for whatever asinine reason, the school district has done, Hey, so, okay. So the masks are gone. We're going to quarantine every kid around a kid that gets sick. Yeah. Okay. Which this is, I'll tell you, you know, this, I trained some kids in this age group yeah. and they've been quote unquote quarantined. Why are we not talking about their mental health and their physical health? That's terrible. Oh yeah. It's almost summer. There's three weeks, not even three weeks left to school. You know, one kid pretty much admitted, like, I'm not doing anything on the Zoom stuff. Right. And it's like, yeah, and what's his, what, there's no push for him, too, to get it done because it's two weeks left. Right. So what are we doing? And it's two kids sick. Like, there's no evidence that these two kids are going to be harmed in any way from right. being sick with COVID. Right. No, I agree. I uh, I got the email from, uh, you know, Mitch. Cause I'm on, you know, yep. we both get that email. Yep. The, yep. Um, and, uh, I was reading through and it just is weird to me that these kids 
And it's it's because of the masks, right? When you go take go back a month, go back two months, these kids are all hanging out outside of school without their masks on. Yes. Right? So Correct. they're all still coming into contact with each other. But if one of them has COVID, just because they wear their mask in school <laughs> means they don't have to quarantine. Yep. But now because there's no masks in school, now they have to quarantine. Yes. There's just a weird disconnect. We're yep. at school. Yep. Probably hung out with you after school without my mask on. You had COVID. There's our interaction without masks. And then I'm going to go to school the next day and you're going to stay home be yep. just because and I'm wearing you, a mask yep. at school. Yep. It doesn't make sense. Yeah. It's, and this was the whole problem with the mask thing anyways, because then yeah. you just get in these situations you're like, this doesn't make any sense. Right. You know? So anyways. Right. Uh, you get but, a student then ma well, masks will come back. Masks come back. And again, like you said, it's two kids. Yeah. There's one at Highland Park and one at the junior high. Yeah. That's why there's a hundred kids. There's 50 at Highland Park, 50 at the junior yeah. high. Yeah. That's dumb. Yeah. We're, so we're ruining the education of a hundred kids for two kids. Yep. And it, I don't want to like blame those two kids, but it's like, that's what you're doing. Right. Um, yeah. It's the 98 I, expensive. Well, no, I would assume it's 102, right? Yep. Two kids out with COVID a hundred quarantined. Yeah. Yeah. It's stupid. Anyway, my big thing, regardless of COVID, my big thing is the headline is just misinformation. Make sure you read it. Make sure you figure out what the actual facts are. Right. That's my big thing is I read the headline. I was like, that is straight wrong. That it makes it sound like there's a hundred kids with COVID. And it's like, that is false. Yeah. And number one, shared in media, why the freak are we talking about it? Talk about something else. Yeah. We have two <laughs> weeks left of school. Right. Is it really that important? Is it really that big a news? Oh uh, yeah. Cause it causes fear, Zach. Yeah. Um, and you and I are talking about it. So of course they're going to cover it <laughs> anyways. Uh, some good news. Uh, what's the, are you, is it a band or is it just who's, uh, who's playing at pint night dollar for a scholar at luminous next week? Yeah. So there's two dates. Okay. Uh, next Thursday, the, we should uh, get paid 12th? by luminous beer, by the way, we're <laughs> just saying, um, anyways, uh, go ahead. So a week, a week from now, next Thursday, uh, there's the first pint night okay. and that's going to be open mic. And my brother and I'll be there and some other people who are, who are going in and playing music. Gotcha. Um, so that is the 13th, the 13th. Okay, so 13th. then the 15th, the Saturday that will be the band. And okay. so I don't know if it's nothing special or hawk or what it's going to be. Both. It's going to be Nick, <laughs> Will and I, um, and then our, and then a drummer. Um, awesome. so that's kind of typically what, you know, All right. but so Come out. Uh, the whole point, this is a fundraiser for the Elks Lodge. They have a scholarship that they do for the high school every year. Um, I think they do three. I think they pick three. They have three students. Yeah. They have a, a male student, a female student. And then there's another one that gets the third one. And I think that's either or. Sure. Um, but anyway, you come in, you buy a pint. Uh, $1 of your beer goes to the Elks. So awesome. come on down both nights, help support that scholarship. Um, I'm a recipient of that scholarship. My brother's a recipient of that scholarship. Um, and it, plenty of other people I know are recipients. It does go to students that got a degree. <laughs> right. Yes. <laughs> yes. So, uh, um, it's a good cause. Um, and it's, it's good people who run that. I think Ty Bach, uh, helps sits on that committee. My dad sits on that committee. Wonderful. Um, so yeah. Yeah. So the 13th open mic and then the 15th is the big one is the pint night dollar for a scholar. Yes. Yep. 15th. Yep. Okay. At yeah. So both nights pint night, um, but come both nights and have fun. Have, so a, have a couple beers. Might be nothing special or it might be hot gazpacho or yeah. both. Or yeah. Some, <laughs> a mash. Yeah. <laughs> it might be some other soup of hot gazpacho. Love it. Nothing special. Oh, good. So. Um, last local news. Um, we are on... We just got a word from the Sheridan PD, and actually their their interview will actually be coming out after this too, by the way. So um, be on the lookout. We had Captain Ringley and Chief Koltiska in. So, But they just had some hiring, some promotions. So they are uh, proud to announce that Lieutenant Dan Keller, Lieutenant James Hill, Sergeant Jacob... Jacob Board and Corporal Chase Phillip um, all earned promotions. I'm going to assume those are their promotions. So yeah. two new lieutenants, Dan Keller and James Hill. Jacob Board became a sergeant. And then Chase Phillip um, has become a corporal. Um, so fantastic. Yeah, congrats. Yeah, congrats to all five of those guys. So making, making some good promotions, getting some hiring done here at the Sheridan PD. And then, yeah, um, Zach, you want to give a shout out to a, another, uh, 
advertiser sponsor before we jump into our we got a lot of state news to cover so yeah uh one of our advertisers today is alpha graphics of sheridan they have a full variety of printing needs for any business or brand uh, as well as they can help you with web design social media marketing and more give them a call today at 307-674-6277 i will say we did just get some new stickers in they yeah. look really cool uh, i got my business cards in which yep. are nice um <laughs> so yeah, give them a call. They 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 do the whole thing, the whole the gamut. Yep, and they and I think some people just to let people know, like some people think like it's very like old school printing, and it's like no 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 no, like they can do. If you got an idea, they can do it. So yes. go down there, just go talk to them and and figure it out. So because like we got some new stickers that we'll kind of see how that plays out. So, anyways, but um, all right, Zach, state news. Let's jump into this. We got a lot. All um, right. <laughs> yeah, I love this headline you have here. <laughs> this is the Wild West, dude. Oh, yeah. Um, the one crime story I pulled up was the Park County one where about $250,000 worth of weapons was stolen out of Cody. Yeah. Isn't that wild? I saw the headline for that, but I didn't get a chance to read it. I saw so many this week as I, I was know. scrolling through my email, <laughs> and I didn't get a chance to read most of them. Like Casper, what was Casper? Had like a car chase or something? There was a, a, a man who was uh, killed by police uh, fleeing fleeing a police officer in Casper. Yep. Wow. Um, was he armed? Must have been armed then or yeah, something. Yeah, I, I, let's see here. Must have been. Um, we hope see. so. Yeah. That's, uh, we'll have a... Wyoming Public Radio coming back to talk about police killings in Wyoming. Yeah. Um, Funded by NPR. Right. Um, <laughs> uh, let's see. So he stopped the car. Let's see. The officer eventually fired his weapon at the person they were chasing on I-25. Um, fired his weapon at the person driving the vehicle, safely stopped the car alongside the interstate, uh, and then like, he was pronounced deceased. He was driving in the wrong lane. He was driving in oh, shoot. traffic. Yeah. So I guess, you know, he had to do what he had to do. That's imminent danger at um, that point. Yeah. Yeah. So crazy. And then, yeah. And then the park County one, um, I, I, I need to, re I need to reach out to like the DCI and like the Sheridan County d sheriffs. Uh -huh. I keep getting stories from, a, from pretty reliable sources that live next to the padlock, but like they continuously have trespassers and get in shootouts with people trying to steal stuff from the padlock. Interesting. And it's not getting reported at all. Huh. And it's like, well, I want to talk to somebody about what's going on. Yeah. Like, is, are these people just blowing smoke up on butt or. Right. Which it's like, you know, most cowboys don't really just make up stories about, you know, trucks getting stolen and getting shot at and right. their livestock getting shot at. Right. Um, yeah. So like, you've got that just north of town, you know, the padlock and. It's crazy. Um, yeah. So anyway, uh, we're, we're we got in the wild west, man. <laughs> we do. There's there's a couple more here. Um, so a Wyoming man was charged for intentionally starting two wildfires in Bighorn County. Oh. Um, uh, so he had uh, done these three years ago, apparently. Um, so charged with. Uh, Wait, he did this three years ago, and he's out. No, well now he's. I think he just was charged or was finally oh, sentenced oh, to these. Oh, okay. It's um, like, it's like hey, hold on. <laughs> yeah, no. <laughs> um, or they just figured out who it is. Maybe oh, that's gotcha. what it is. Okay, they they caught him finally. Yeah. Um, and so if yeah, okay, they they caught him. Um, he's been charged. So okay. if convicted, he could spend up to one year in jail, serve one year of supervised release, and pay a fine of up to a thousand dollars. That's it. Yeah. I feel like that should be heavier for wildfires. I agree. Um, so that would have been twenty nineteen. Okay. Remember any fires on the mountain twenty nineteen? They probably caught it then if they were able to catch him. Yeah. So uh, anyway, there's there's that. Um, I keep closing out of that tab. Um, there was uh, there was something else. Oh, there was this was in Gillette. Um, another car chase. Uh, they threw out some spikes. Uh, they had the first row and the guy. Uh, Driving the, the, you know, the, uh, what stolen vehicle, whatever. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. The criminal was, was driving. He missed the first one and then hit the second strip of, of, uh, spikes there. So they apprehended that guy. Um, and what else? What else? What else? There, there's so much. Go, go. Uh, Cowboy State Daily does a good job of, of <laughs> keeping you up to date on these. Um, but, uh, yeah, there's some. Crazy. crazy stuff. Yeah, man. Summer Living in the wild west. It's the summertime. Everyone's <laughs> yeah. going to be out Everyone's, and about. Yeah. yeah. Um, that's nuts, dude. Um, let's see. Is there anything else tied to that? Nope. Um, 
I'll leave this this story by um, Cowboy State Daily for um, this the state budget director because that's what he's talking about. Oh, okay. Let's talk Cheney. Yeah. Um, so I want to say this first and foremost. It's not that I'm opposed to anybody running against Liz Cheney, you know, because she, you know, she's not from here. You know, I get that. You know, I get the aspect of she's not, you know, not born and raised, you know, doesn't live here. You know, I get it. I get it. Sure. Um, but this will be super interesting for the GOP. Um, I think, yeah, hers. I mean, because she's getting national attention. I mean, this is getting huge national attention. And I think... It'll be interesting. Um, Zach, I don't know. I really, I've talked to some other conservative guys and I'm like, what's, what's your big deal against Cheney? Like, I'm just like, I don't like, Hey, I, like I just said, I understand she's not from here. I get it. Yes. I understand she voted yes to impeach him. And I was like, but really the question has got to be like, was that impeachment really a, a real deal? It really wasn't. So it's kind of like, so are we really like hanging our hat on like she voted yes for that impeachment? Um, and honestly, that's really the only answer I get out of conservatives of like, that she voted yes, to is impeach. voted yes to impeachment. Um, and that she's not from here and it's like, okay, but that's really what we're going to hang our hats on. Like, right. What, like we're going to, those seem like some, some straw. Men yeah. There. And like, I, I've seen some fake news where they're like, oh, she's shaking hands with Biden and stuff. And, da, 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 da. and I'm like, yeah, but she's in line to be the speaker. Right. Like you got to play, like. I even understand that logic of like, you got to play ball. Like politics is a game. Pelosi's been the speaker, you know, woman for a long time. Yeah. You know, she's going to have to play ball and be non, you know, bipartisan a little bit with the Democrats. If she's going to be a speaker of the house. Right. So, and if you're shaking your head, like, wow, that's just, no. And it's like, well, you're dumb. Like, like that's that's how politics work. Right. (laughs) You're a person that will never be able to change your mind. Yeah. You're so hard set. This is what we've been talking about for so long is that you, if you are against Liz Cheney for those two reasons, those straw men, those super weak points, you're, you're falling into this Trump train, this like cemented spot on the right that I, that I don't think anybody should be. I don't think anybody should be cemented in their spots wherever they are. Yep. Um, you should always be fluid and being open to hearing the other side. Yes. Uh, and you can say, well, I'm open to hearing the other side. But you're not open to ha- maybe having it change your mind, right? Yeah. Or maybe having little bits of your mind changed. Um, and we've been talking about this. If that's we look, we both trust in the justice system. We both agree that we have the best justice system on the on the face of the earth. And if we really believe that, then we should believe that uh, they found no proof. Yep. No, no proof. And what they, the proof that they did find was not substantial. Yes. Remember there was proof of some voter fraud. It was not substantial. It was a couple votes. Yep. And I, and I think that's a huge point, right? Cause if, you know, so we, we've done two points, right? If that's, if it's, she's not from here, she voted yes on impeachment of Trump. Okay. And then you're like, well, she's supporting the stolen election. That's been proven there. There's always number one, there's always fraud. Okay. And, and I love, I can't remember who said this and I think it was on a Joe Rogan show, but they're like, if you're sitting here believing the Republicans aren't doing fraud, you're an idiot. Like if they, like, he's like, right. Like if you're trying to win, right. And you know, the other team's doing it this way. You're sitting here telling me you're not going to try that too. Right. Don't, don't be naive. Right. And so, and that's what you're pointing out is like, look, there was fraud. Okay. There's always fraud. There's always going to be fraud but it wasn't enough of like, Oh wow. It swung Arizona and it swung, you know, Pennsylvania, it right. swung Ohio. Right? No. So they went and did it. They, like you said, trust the justice system. They looked at it and said, look, it wasn't the 300,000 votes you think it was right. You know, that they stole. Right. Um, so, I mean, again, going back to this, she Cheney's kind of under fire because she, uh, is responding to Trump. I guess he was on Fox news or something yep. and came back and said, this election was stolen, repeating the same rhetoric that he's, he mm-hmm. had repeated kind of what I think got him kicked off of Facebook and Twitter in the yeah. first place. Yeah. Um, and that's, that's a discussion for another day. Oh, whether yeah. or not he yeah. should be kicked off of there. But, um, 
that's what she's responding to. She said, it wasn't stolen. You know, don't, we shouldn't be falling into this. This is kind of degrading our election and our democratic system. And I, I think she's right. I agree. And I think, like I said, I'm not a, opposed to anybody running against her. Right. I mean, that's, that's why we have the system that we have is there's you, we can, you, we can have anybody run against her. Right. You know, yeah. that's, and that's the beauty of the system. Um, but you know, in regards to Trump and I'll, and we'll leave with this is I think he did some good things for conservatives. Okay. You know, there, I don't want to go all the way in them, but he, he's, he's done some okay stuff for the conservatives. But I think like you just pointed out, why are we continuing, continuing to give him the platform to keep really, he'll never say he is, but we know, we know that there are groups on the far right that are taking his stuff way too far. Yeah. Um, and that goes for the left too. But I think that's the problem I have right now with what you just said of like, Hey, like I'm a Trump guy and that is that. And it's like, that's not how you should work. Right. You should, you should, you know, yeah. um, you've got to be objective and be like, look, he did some bad things. He did some good things or, you know, whatever. So anyways, but, um, yep. And, and uh, what's this on Cowboy State Daily here? Uh, Liz Cheney wrote a guest column oh. on, on there. Um, and she, her point is that the GOP is at this turning point and the GOP needs to really focus. What she's saying is what we've been saying. The GOP needs to focus on their core beliefs. Yep. Um, we need to return to this and we need to stop worrying about who's president. Um, we need to fight our fight. Um, the whole election thing isn't the hill to die on right now. Uh, we need to be focusing on lowering taxes, uh, controlling spending, and what you and I have been talking about, uh, fighting back against uh, these kind of green energy deals that are harming our uh, energy sectors and uh, agriculture as well. And then uh, the second amendment as well is what I, what I believe, but yeah, uh, it's really good. People should go and read it. You don't like Liz Cheney, just go and read it, suck it up, read it. You don't <laughs> even know it's her. If I, if I, I probably shouldn't have told you that she wrote it. Should have just told you to go read it. Well, they do a bad job. They have a whole picture of her on the top of the thing. So, right. so um, anyway, no, go, I think people that's, should go read it. Um, I think we've, we've put enough into this that we don't need to talk about it anymore. Um, yeah. So that's that. In regards to that, I will say this, you know, this is why we have the system that we do. Now we could talk about PACs if we want Zach, but that goes down a rabbit hole that we probably don't want to, but a big national pack was here in Wyoming. And they've confirmed that with the Casper star, the club for growth, they're a big conservative pack. Yep. So like I said, Hey, I'm open to challengers to Liz Cheney. That's fine. And it's obviously already happening. You know, PACs are already right. looking and they're shopping around. So, yeah. um, Hey, you know, it just, there, there's your democracy, right? There's yes. our system at work. Yep, it works. Um, yep. You don't like her, you can vote her out. Um, but again, like we've been saying, she voted 97% of the time in line with Trump. Yeah. 95. Yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. So she's, Better pick somebody who's going to be just as consistent yep. or more. Yep. Yeah. And I mean, and and if that's, and if they're like, hey, that's what I want, then it's like, okay, fine. Okay. You know, I mean, we'll see at the the polling booths then in two years. Right. If that's what Wyoming wants. So yeah. good luck raising all that money. Too. Yeah. That's Cheney's way out she, there. She <laughs> got, yeah. She got a lot of money. Um, all right. Moving on. Um, I'm really surprised that this is still a thing. Well, I'm not surprised. Let's be honest that I'm not surprised, but <laughs> kind of took him a long time to come back to this. So if everyone recalls, uh, back in like, I think it was November. Yeah. Cause it would have been an election. It was a special yeah. election in Laramie. Yep. Uh, so Laramie County, um, which I think is Albany County. Um, they elected the first ever black sheriff in Wyoming, yep. which is great. That's awesome. And if we all remember Res representative Western had a late night tweet, probably one o'clock in the morning. <laughs> and it was a meme of the famous movie blazing saddles. Yes. And if anyone knows about the movie about blazing saddles, it is about a black man becoming sheriff of yep. a town bridging and the racial divide. Yeah. Bridging <laughs> the racial divide. And the, the quote was where are the white women at, which <laughs> go watch the movie. Um, was it, Public, was it uh, politically correct for Representative Western to tweet that? No. no. Um, 
Anyways, it's been down and he has apologized to the sheriff and he has spoken with the sheriff. Yeah. Anyway, so that was about four months ago. Yeah. They've, so they've mended the, this water under the bridge. This has this been, point. this is, has not been on anyone's radar, but apparently Pikes Peak Southern, this is a long freaking name for a group, <laughs> Pikes Peak Southern Christian Leadership Conference. They're out of Laramie. They have written a formal letter asking for the resignation of Representative Western. Um, I don't think Western has made a comment in regards to this letter other than just saying, hey, look, I apologize. The tweet is down, you know, um, you know, I've apologized to the sheriff as well. Yeah. Um, I feel like, you know, unless the sheriff says something, I don't really think Cyrus needs to, uh, um, talk about this and I don't know if we need to talk about this any further. So, right. I, uh, I agree. <laughs> I think is what, like I said, it's water under the bridge at this point. If, if uh, uh, these uh, people are just looking for trouble, I think that's really what it comes down. They just to. want to stir stuff up. You're, several months out yeah. from, from this, from when it happened. Uh, it's this whole cancel culture thing coming back around to, to bite you. And it's, yep. It's it, a load of, it's a load of garbage. Yeah. <laughs> Move on. <laughs> they've, they've mended it. They're fine. They're good with each other. Right. Watch the movie. Yeah. You know, first off, you right. know, um, so anyways, but just had to speak on that. Cause it is a, that's a Sheridan County rep. Yeah. Um, you know, district 51, if you don't like what he did, just vote him out in two years. Right. Again, that's the beauty of the system. Um, so, um, I do want to give, before we do our go pokes segment, want to give a shout out to, I'll do a Sheridan County title here, Zach. So another sponsor of today's episode of Sheridan County title we talked about a realtor. You need a realtor uh, to find the property or sell your property. But guess what? When you're selling property, you need to make sure everything's in the right ownership. Yes. And that's title. If anyone doesn't know that kind of history lesson there, but <laughs> um, Sheridan County title has been providing Sheridan County with title service for 50 years. Ask um, for Sasha, they offer the best service for the best price. Some people think, you know, you can't ask for what service you want. Some people think it's, you know, the realtor handles it, whatever. Nope. You can ask for who you want to run the title. So Sheridan County title, they're on main street. Give them a call 307-672-6478. Um, Zach, this is, you know, I'm all about football and Cowboys and yeah. all that stuff. So, um, sad news. The University of Wyoming has ended their streak. They were having a consecutive years of a football player being drafted in the NFL. Um, that did not happen this last draft, um, probably because they didn't have a kid eligible. So, right, yeah, uh, which, and they played five games. Yeah, so which, spin that though, that's a good thing because yeah. that means the football team is going to be young, experienced, yeah. um, and uh, they're, they're putting in a new offense um, because uh, Brett Viren is now at Montana State. Yep. And then, um, you know, again, their nationally ranked defense is going to have a lot of players coming back. So a lot of exciting stuff for the Mountain West, for the University Cow University of Wyoming Cowboys. Yep. Um, if you're listening to this before Saturday at 2, they are having their spring game. I don't think it's live streamed or anywhere, mm. which I'm kind of like, I have a note in here of like, they should do that. Right. You know, because like people here in Sheridan aren't going to drive all the way down, but I know some people would like to watch. Right. Well, in Bozeman, they, they broadcast yeah. it theirs a couple yeah. weeks ago. So I don't. Come on, Wyoming. I don't know. Maybe that's, it. maybe that's a go be wild. We just give a shout out to the Cowboy Joe Club and say, hey. Yeah. Get, we'll we'll do it. it. We'll put it on internet. Um, <laughs> um, anyways, yeah. Anything else to add there, good. Zach? Uh, that first game of the the season is going to be interesting. Uh, Montana State travels down to Laramie. That's right. U Dub. Yeah. So that's going to be a fun game. That's a big game. Big yeah. border war game. And that doesn't happen very often. They don't. No, I think they don't. the last time that happened, I think it was the University of Montana, so Missoula, and it was. I think when I was still in high school. Yeah, it was a while. They don't get the Montana schools down there very often, but um, that's all I could find uh, athletic-wise there, Zach. So, all right, some more state news, and then we'll get into our Give No Ground. Uh, talked about Park County. This article here from, this was a while file. Um, ranchers, or actually, okay, while file, I don't know what they're trying to spin here. Because House Bill 229 allows Wyoming livestock growers to now track their livestock um, in the state. 
and what I mean is go listen to our interview with, he's the first vice president right now in a couple, in a month or two, he will be the president. But Dave Kane, Dave Kane talks about this, that there are some federal programs where you can, um, you know, the feds can track, okay, where did this beef come from? Okay. Is it, is it certified Angus or whatever? Okay. Mm -hmm. So the state now has a state level one, which is great. I think that's, that's fine. You know, if you want to sell it in the state to state, you know, meat processors, fantastic. I'm not sure where wild files trying to spin this in regards. Like, is it a bad thing? Um, you know, my response is this is federalism as federalism as, as it is, yeah. you know, the state of Wyoming can do that. You know, there's no problem with that. There's obviously federal programs that I just talked about that if you want to be a part of, you know, Dave Kane was kind of like, you can be a part of that if you want, you don't have to. Um, so, you know, and I understand Wildfile brings up a good point. This doesn't help GPS track across state lines, but it's like, that's going to be very few livestock producers. Um, unless, unless we have problems selling your meat. Yeah. But again, that's a federal issue, Zach. I mean, anytime you're, you're transporting anything over state lines, that's a federal issue. So, right. Right. Yeah. That's interstate there. It's so it's interesting. There's the, this rule change. Yeah. Uh, they're saying was implemented illegally. How do you illegally implement a, new, a rule change? <laughs> then it's illegal. Then it's not right. a rule. <laughs> so <laughs> I don't know. That's interesting. You know what this brings up though is uh, Bitcoin and blockchain. Mm. Um, blockchain is is going to be crazy, and I know Wyoming is already working on this. Yep. Um, being able to see each step of the process, being able to track that back through Bitcoin. Yep. Um, so you can see, okay, it was raised on this farm at this, you know, it, uh, in Wyoming, and then it was transported to this livestock, uh, you know, sale or whatever. And, uh, and this, this part of meat, Wyoming, and then it went to here in yep. Montana, and then it went to here and I, or, you know, whatever it is, yep. um, could totally bypass all of this. Yep. Blockchain is what you're saying. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Bitcoin is a, is a form of blockchain. Yep. Yeah. 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 Um, yep. and so, I mean, that's, that's huge and that's coming, uh, really soon. Um, that's a so, good point. Interesting. Yeah. We, uh, I've been in touch with Dave, uh, Kane cause the summer convention's here. So mm -hmm. maybe this is a question that we'll ask him in regards to what, you know, <laughs> yeah. is this an illegal rule? <laughs> I feel like it's not. If it's a, if it's a past bill, I don't think it's an illegal right. rule. How is it illegal? Yeah. So, uh, anyway, so kind of interesting there in the ag community, uh, you brought up a great point. Yeah. Blockchain's going to be huge in that, in that livestock chain, but really in any supply chain. Right. So any, Wyoming's, yeah. you know, get the head of that. Um, okay, Zach, we got, we got to do it. Uh, <laughs> critical race theory. Zach, real quick, before you jump into this wildfire article in the Wyoming news article, yeah, please explain critical race theory for everybody out there. Right. So critical, the best, the best that you can. Oh no. Cause it, cause apparently people get confused. <laughs> so critical race theory, uh, is supposed to talk about how racism has shaped American society since this country's founding. Okay. Kind of broad terms there. Really it's people like to split it, spin it as black history, but really it's talking about how America is racist at its core and how every route from there is racist. Um, so our judicial system's racist. Our election system is racist. Uh, business is racist. Is, you know, yep. yeah. Entrepreneurs and businesses are racist. Banks are racist. Um, it's a, it's a load of garbage. It really is. And it's, it's a lot, it's really indoctrination. It's a kind of revisionist history. I mean, I'm just, I'm just talking from my, from my opinion here at this point. Yes. It's revisionist history. It's, it's a very, um, uh, it's a, it's a, it's a sharp turn from what I think we should be learning about really. Yeah. I think it puts too much of a focus on, uh, 
I don't know. I don't know how to say it. So I think, yeah, yeah go ahead. Yeah. No. So you did that great. And I, I just want to give an example. Cause I, after we did our critical race, theory, it was like weird. It was like, yeah. like the universe was coming together. <laughs> so we did our critical race theory. Then Prager, you did a five minute one yeah. on critical race theory yeah. and their example of this, right. Cause you're like, this is a broad term. Right. And people yeah. are probably like, man, like, what does that freaking mean? Yeah. They're like, let me put it into an example for you. You're a business owner. Okay. Two customers walk in. One comes in before the other. Yep. Okay. Who do you help first? Okay. You're like, you know, some of you are probably like, okay, probably the first one, right? They came in right. first. Critical race theory then says, no, 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 no. You don't think about anything other than one was white and one is black. Now what do you do? You know, and as a business owner, you're like, okay, well, who came in first? I'm, right. It's still who came in first. And critical race theory, you cannot make the right decision. Yeah. If you help the white person, okay, you're saying, oh, so blacks are, are lesser people. Right. You don't, supremacist. right? You're, you're a supremacist. Okay. It's like, well, what if I go help the black person first? Oh, you think they can't be left alone. You think they're going to cause trouble. Yeah. And it, so that's critical race theory at its core is, yeah. is everything, every decision you make is race-based, which is yeah. absurd. So that's what yeah. you're, you know, yeah. and, and so go listen to that Prager U one. Cause it, that it's fantastic. Cause it's like, that's exactly what critical it's race really theory good. does. And it's you, I don't want to cover this too much. Cause I want to get to the articles. Mm -hmm. You went through it as a teacher, why we should not have this in our schools. Right. And so talk about, so, um, Ba is it Balo? Yeah, is she Julian Balo. Yep, is Julian Balo, superintendent. Um, now I think she took a good stance in regards to we don't want it. Um, so I, I'll I'll applaud her for that, but I think the reporting has been ferocious on yeah, her yeah. saying that. So talk yeah. a little bit about that, Zach. Um, so there was an article, um, and I can't pull it up. Apparently, I have to pay now to read the article because I've already read it once. God, journalism um, is dead. <laughs> but they lambasted her for her stance on this. Um, yeah, it was really, Wyoming News, right? I think so, yep. yeah. Yep. Um, and that was just, I sent it to you. The first three paragraphs are just straight up, uh, flat out biased towards uh, critical, critical race, race theory. theory. Yep. Like it's the the coming, the second coming of Jesus. That's, that's how they view this, which should tell you something, right? If somebody views something so important like that, you should, it should tell you something. Right? Yes. Anyway, <laughs> um, I couldn't even get past the first paragraph. Oh, it was hard. Cause she described, she, she defines critical race theory incorrectly. So she, I'm like, she I, defines it as black history and it's real. I mean, sure. Black history, but again, a revisionist black history. Right? Yes. It's, and yep. again, we talked about, it's all about racism and it's all about looking at race and not just people. Um, anyway, Jillian Balow has said, uh, Wyoming schools will not be, uh, forced to, 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 uh, adopt critical race theory in their schools. Good. Um, which is, is great. It's a, it's a huge, huge, um, uh, step forward. Uh, we talked about Idaho last week has, uh, done that. I don't know if Montana has, um, but it, it's good. Um, she says, public schools do not promote particular political ideologies or religions over others. Uh, she said, the federal rule attempts to break, this federal rule, critical race theory, attempts to break from that practice and use taxpayer dollars to do just that. And, I, and she's absolutely right. Yes. Um, teachers are there to help kids form their own opinions. Yes. Um, it's, it's never the teacher forcing their opinion on the student. Correct. Right? It's their job to maybe bring up their opinion and maybe challenge ideas. Yep. That's what learning is. Um, the Socratic method talking about and exchanging ideas and challenging ideas. Mm -hmm. Um, so while, ba uh, so Balo goes on, she says America needs to update or renew its expectations for teaching and learning about history and civics. Um, and I think she's probably right there. Wyoming is soon going to pass Indian education for all, um, which started in Montana back in the nineties. Okay. Um, and it's really starting to gain traction. Um, so we're about 30 years behind. Right. Yep. But I mean, a lot of schools are too. A lot of States are too. Um, so it's going to be good. Wyoming's going to adopt that. And, and it, it's, it's good. It's moving forward. Uh, right. We're still, we're making sure that these important stories and these important, uh, um, histories are being Talked sure about. they're being yeah, talked about. Absolutely. So I, I think this is great. Um, you know, I would love to see a, a different sort of curriculum, shaped around racism and, and slavery. Sure. But let's not make it the emphasis of it, racism and separating people based on race, not yep. just on who they are. Yep. Right. Let's definitely talk about the negativity and the, the, 
you know, harsh impacts. There's some long lasting impacts, right? Um, but let's, let's talk about it in a way that's not going to put race at the forefront, yeah. right? And uh, maybe I sound crazy trying to, <laughs> trying to word it that way, but it can be done, right? It can be done yeah, by, by teaching people just basic respect, right? Um, and not trying to treat somebody different because of their, their, their past, right? Just the, people just want to be treated you, you the almost, same as you and me. You almost sound like a particular civil rights guy in a famous speech where he's like, I want to be based on my character, not my skin. Right that totally goes against critical race theory. Yes. Absolutely. Right. So I'll just leave it there as yep. we may. So again, Zach didn't, we did this before a couple weeks ago. So yep. check that out. Cause uh, Zach dives a little deeper in as an educator, but um, I will challenge Balo and the governor put it in writing. Yep. Idaho's already put it in writing. This is federalism. And we're going to talk about it later. Put it in writing. Cause then guess what? Montana will probably put it in writing. The Dakotas will probably put it in writing. Yep. And so, yeah, be the leader and we're going to get to that. So, um, all right, Zach, man, we just can never, that just drives me bonkers on this budget stuff. Um, this is reported from, yep. Cowboy state daily. So they must've been able to sit down with the state budget director, Kevin Hibbard. Okay. No idea where this dude was during the whole budget stuff. Would kind of be curious to know what his job is and like what he's actually done. <laughs> Cause he's probably getting paid you know, 60 to $80,000 from the state. Anyways, just throwing it out there. Um, so I want to, I want to backtrack. Sorry. I kind of attacked him for, <laughs> he's probably a nice guy. So the Craig report reported our quarter one for this year, we had an extra $70 million in tax revenue. Yes. That's Great. good news. Awesome. Yeah. Okay. That's better than our projections. So now they're saying, Hey, in this two year biennium, we're going to be fine in our general general budget. You know, those cuts we made, nice job, state. You know, we're, we're going to be better. We're probably going to have some extra money. Right. Okay. Fantastic. Again, I want to emphasize because we cut $430 million, you know, so we're going lean. So any extra money, that's good. Okay. Right. So that's good stuff. So Kevin Hibbard, you know, was asked about this and he's like, well, in the short term, that's good stuff. You know, that's good. You know, we can save that money. And we actually, he didn't say we're going to save that money. He just said, it's good in the short term, but it's scary in the long term. Yep. And I'm like, where the heck have you been, dude? I used a different word in, in our notes here. <laughs> um, this has been, you and I talked about this in August before it was a real thing. Yeah. You're the state budget director. Where the heck have you been right. speaking? Yep. Um, you know, he, they didn't talk anything about what they're going to do about K-12. And that's what he said. You know, he's fear mongering and saying, we right. still haven't solved K-12. And it's like, okay, we'll do something about it. Right. We're obviously making, <laughs> we obviously cut the state budget and we get extra revenue. Yeah. So how about we move that $70 million into the K-12? Oh, well, look, we can't. Right. Okay. State budget director. There's probably a solution here, but you just don't want to fight the freaking education union. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's, I, I, I think you're right. You have it right here. Save the money, <laughs> put, put it into our savings account. We know the state has a savings account. Put it in there. Uh, don't touch the money. Yeah. Stop. Don't touch it. Yep. <laughs> we've, we've made our decision for two years. You shouldn't have to touch the money, right? Exactly. <laughs> ah, yeah. So anyways, but, um, if you're as frustrated as us, maybe call Mr. Hibbard and the governor and right. voice your concern. Oh yeah. Call your representative, tell them, Hey, don't touch the money. Since you decided on how much money we're going to spend in the next two years. Yep. That means we don't need to talk about or touch money for the next two years. Yes. Right? It's already been spent. <laughs> right. <laughs> Come on. That just makes sense, Zach. That's right. A logical thing. Anyways. Yep. Um, okay. Last good thing here. Um, See, we don't bash the governor all the time. Yeah. Um, the governor, uh, from the governor's office today, so May 7th, he, re he released this, that for the summer. Um, and, you know, because we, uh, this is probably where that money's going, Zach, that freaking $70 million, opening up these freaking rest stops. Um, anyways, rest stops on uh, a lot of our interstates are going to open up, open back up. So I'll run through these real quick. This is good stuff. Uh, Lusk, Gert, or, yep, Lusk on... US 18, Guernsey, Grable, Moorcroft, Star Valley, Sundance, Upton, Orion Junction, and Chugwater. That's all good. Those are going to be very heavy uh, travel and tourism spots. A lot of people travel up 
up through there, yep. uh, through those spots, uh, those rest stops. So, um, yeah, that's good news. And then he also, in re- we were just talking about, you know, put it in writing in regards to critical race theory. He has signed a directive of no requirement for vaccine passports in Wyoming. So that's good. state agencies, you know, state, um, offices, whatever, you know, yep. uh, probably national, you know, state parks, you know, stuff like that. So, right. Uh, that's great. I think we're going to talk, we're going to jump into why that's great yes. here. <laughs> yeah. So, um, we'll look at our lovely producer real quick. All right, Zach, this is our Give No Ground. If you enjoyed the episode so far and you don't want to hear our opinions on federalism, get out. Leave now. <laughs> Please like, share, and subscribe. Yeah. <laughs> and then uh, if you want to hear our opinions on federalism, please stay. Yes. And we appreciate you listening all the way through. I know it's been a long one. So yes. FYI, again, that was Hot Gazpacho, Black Mountain. Yep. Uh, Black Tooth Mountain, Black sorry. Tooth Black Tooth Mountain. Mountain. Um, Most likely have a chance to hear that this yes, next weekend. The 15th at Luminous. No promises. Yeah. <laughs> Didn't hear that from us. <laughs> um, all right, Zach. So federalism. We've already kind of talked about some ideas of federalism and what that yeah. means. Um, I'll just say in regards to what we've talked about today, the governor signed a directive saying, in Wyoming, you will not need a vaccine passport. Yep. Okay. And we talked, and then we said he needs to put in writing about critical race theory, like Idaho. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, um, what was the other thing? Oh, the livestock tracking, yep. right? You know, maybe, maybe Wyoming takes the lead and uses blockchain and then just tells the feds to screw off. Right. You know, yeah, so, yeah. um, which I should, that is kind of the definition of federalism is the state can give the middle finger to the feds and say, Nope, right. My laws supersede your laws. Um, at least that's how we'd like to, that's, that's, <laughs> that's how, how it should be. That's how that's, we'd that's, like to see federal federalism swing. <laughs> yes. And, and as a me being more as a libertarian, I'm all for that. Right. Cause yeah. I can control, I can control the local government more than I can the federal government. Right. right. Which right. I think we're seeing this movement, hopefully in conservative circles, yeah. um, is this federalism. So Zach, what yeah. is kind of your key points? Um, you know, you've been talking about, you know, we need to, uh, do an alliance of States or, a uh, a, a conf- you know, uh, you don't like using the word confederate, but yeah, a, it's got some, uh, negative <laughs> connotations, there. you know, maybe a federation of, you know, Western yeah. States, something like that in regards to like energy and like, uh, I don't know, just anything that this let the, the Biden administration has been pushing. Yeah. I've been pretty vocal about this the last month, um, states coming together and, and banding together and saying in unison together, telling the, the government, no, this is how we want this to go. This is how we're going to do it. Um, and I think this is the best way to get that done. We've got a, a Congress that's grid, you know, gridlocked, um, and it's going to be tough and this next year to get anything passed through that we want to get passed through. So the states are really going to have to step up and say, nope, this is how it's going to go here in Wyoming. This is how it's going to go in Montana. This is how it's going to go in Idaho. Yep. Utah. Um, yep. Right. And, you know, it doesn't even need to be like we're all going to pass the same bill. I mean, they, states kind of do that anyways, right? states look to Wyoming, they're going to be looking to Wyoming on how it's going to manage these cryptocurrencies here. And they're going to adopt some of that same language and put it into their own bills. Um, and so I think continuing to do that, but making sure that there's this like, Hey, we're all, we're all going to pass something that's very similar to this, right? Yes. Um, we're all going to say critical race theory is not allowed in our schools. We're all going to say, um, you know, this is how we're going to track and work, you know, this is how we're going to navigate, uh, cattle or other, uh, you know, production chains. Um, and this is how, this is how we're going to protect energy in our state. Um, this is how we're going to stand up to second amendment encroachment. Um, I, I think it needs to happen. I'm, I'm still not sure how we get this to happen. How, how, I don't know who we have to yell at, uh, to, to get this to happen or what I have to do to do it. Um, but, this is what I, yeah, I see federalism swinging back. This yes. way. it's a pendulum. Yep, and I and I think it needs to. And in an example, I just had an idea in my head. Zach is everyone should get on board with federalism because, like, I just had this thought of medical marijuana and recreational marijuana. Yeah, yeah. There's plenty of states already that have done it. 
you know, Wyoming, we were close. I think if we wouldn't have had these budget issues, mm-hmm. we probably would have passed it. Yep. We don't need the feds to do that because the states are already going to do it. Now, there's probably going to be some states that hold out. Yep. Okay. That's fine. Yeah. Okay. That if you don't like it, then change it in your state. And that's what we're getting at is yes. so federalism is an idea that everyone can jump on board with. Right. Cause right. you know, I like to think that you and I probably agree with our listeners about 90% of the time on stuff. Right. So private property, second amendment, yep. you know, freedom to do whatever you want, whatever that is, as long as it's not hurting somebody. Mm-hmm. Well, the best way to do that is let the state do it. Right. Okay. We don't need some crazy person in the white house and that goes for the dude before. And then the dude right now yeah. and whoever comes after. <laughs> yeah. Him. And then the dude before him, you know, right. like, and then the dude before that one, you know, yeah. like we've had some crazy ones. Right. Um, this I'm with you. Like, what do we have to do to like federalism? Yeah. You know? Um, yeah. I mean, I really think if this kind of idea, this kind of mode of federalism doesn't pick up and take off, federalism is dead. Yes. I think it is absolutely dead. It, it will not come back. And especially right now, cause I think the administration, the federal administration right now, I mean, they are, they are ready yep. to, to implement a lot of overreach right. and, and, and kill federalism. Yep, yep. Yep. Exactly. Um, yeah, no, I think, I mean, maybe, maybe we just got to keep bugging the hell now our, our local, the ones here in Sheridan are pretty on board, you know, cause, uh, um, Representative Jennings and Senator Biteman have said they've talked about Article 5 a lot oh, yeah. in kind of this idea of, you know, the states need to get more power. Now they both argue on how to get there, but it doesn't matter. You know, we're at right. least on, we're at least on the same page of we need to get there. Yes. Um, so I don't know if, um, you know, because in my notes here, I have the legislature and the governor, you know, the legislatures, legislators here, mm-hmm. we've kind of talked to and we already, you know, said and done. So maybe you and I just need to start harassing people across the state and then harassing the governor, harassing Barrasso, Cheney and Loomis, I guess. Right. I mean, someone's got to do it. Yep. Um, I ain't scared. Um, if anything, it would get them on our show. Right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Cause then we could talk about blockchain with Loomis and then uh, Barrasso, we could talk about energy and masks and, um, Talk about his letter he sent us. Yeah. Thank you, Senator Brasso. Do you remember? Yeah. <laughs> I don't think that's his handwriting. Um, but uh, yeah, that's that's kind of all I have, man. This is kind of a long one, but yeah. Um, I mean, we're just going to keep harping on this, though. Yep. I think this is this is big, and it can happen. Um, I don't know where it will take our country. I hope it takes it to where it kind of back in the, I don't know. Everybody likes to romanticize olden <laughs> times, right? Yes. Good old days, but. I mean, they really probably were, okay, get rid of slavery yes. <laughs> and then all the, the rampant racism, you know, yeah. it was probably pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> um, yep. I don't know. Imagine, I'm just going to stop there. <laughs> well, just, I think here's the thing, um, is imagine, imagine a time where there's not this divisiveness and this is the reason why we started the show in regards to like, we can have these open conversations about stuff and it's at the state level. Right. We're not worried. You're not getting fear mongered in at the federal level. Right. Um, and re- cause really, cause the, you know, it would bring it back to the idea that president's office is no, you should be worried about foreign stuff, you know, foreign safety, foreign trade, you know, right. what's going on outside the borders, you know, our borders as a country. Right. Um, and then obviously, you know, there's always, you know, we talked about like interstate travel, like, you know, there's obviously stuff like that, but really it's more like safety. Right. You know, it's like, I don't want them making decisions on my life. You know, that should be more at a state. Le- well, really shouldn't be anything in the government, but if we're get a compromise, you know, I'll say state and local government, Yeah. you know, that's that's what we should be pushing for. And I think everyone wants that. Right. Yeah. I mean, think about maximum liberty, liberty, yep. maximum freedom, right? Slavery's gone. Slavery's out the, uh, you know, out of the way. Maximum freedom. You can, there's no more, there's no, none of this federal oversight into your every little bit of your life. There's just you, your freedom, your business, whatever you want to do. Yep. It's just you and that. Yep. And then the government's there to maybe make a couple rules it's, or changes it's along a, the way. As a libertarian, it's a fine line as almost chaos. Right. Right. Yeah. So that's, <laughs> it's, it's just this side. Yeah, it's exactly. So anyways, but, um, that's all we got for this episode. Um, 
yeah, Zach, anything else you want to end out with? I don't know. I want uh, I want some interaction with people. If yes. you listened all the way through and you, you think about this idea of federalism, let us know. Comment. Um, DM us. DM, retweet, whatever. Yep. Uh, share the... the the audio Instagram clip. stories yep. or yeah, whatever. Just just tell us somehow. We want we want to know. And if you do, we have plenty of hats left and shirts. I'll give you something. Wink wink nudge <laughs> nudge. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um yeah, no, and then um if there's anyone you think we should interview, you know, we're always open to interviewing people. Um yep. I think this oh, this is something we should always say. Um, you know, we mentioned Sheridan PD. We're going to have that out. Uh, Tom Balding's coming out soon. Um, we just got done interviewing Brianne Beasley, Saddle Tramp. Yep. Um, so those are kind of, I'll just leave those three there for everyone to kind of yep. uh, munch on there. Right. Um, uh, recent things that have come out, JT Granger yep. uh, with Sheridan Pilots Association. That was a great one. Um, and then our Give No Ground from the week before talks a little bit more about critical race theory. Go check that out yep. too. Yep. Please like, share, and subscribe. And remember, go be wild. Go be Wyoming, and we'll catch you next time.